Chapter 5 of Nutcracker and Mouse King by E.T.A. Hoffman. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Aida. The Battle. Bid the march through facile drummer, screamed Nutcracker very loudly. And immediately the drummer began to rattle and to roll open his drum so skillfully that the windows of the glass case trembled and hummed again. Now it rustled and clattered therein, and Maria perceived that the covers of the little boxes in which Fred's army were courted were bursting open, and now the soldiers leaped out and then down again upon the lowest shelf, where they threw up in fine array. Nutcracker ran up and down, speaking inspiring words to the troops. Let no dog of a trumpeter blow or stir, he cried angrily for he was afraid he should not be heard, and then turned quickly to Harlequin, who had grown a little pale and chattered with his long chin. General, he said, earnestly, I know your courage and your experience. There is need now for a quick eye and skill to seize the proper moment. I entrust to your command all the cavalry and artillery. You do not need a horse, for you have very long legs and can gallop yourself tolerably well. I look to see you do your duty. The ribbon Harlequin put his long, thin fingers to his mouth and crowed so piercingly that it sounded as if a hundred shrill trumpets were blown merrily. Then it stirred again in the glass case. A neighing and a whinnying and a stamping were heard. And see, Fred's cuirassiers and dragons, but above all his new splendid hussars, marched out and halted close by the case. Regiment after regiment now defiled before Nutcracker, with flying colors and warlike music, arranged themselves in long rows across the floor of the chamber. Before them went Fred's cannon rattling along, surrounded by the cannonies, and soon bom bom it went. And Maria could see how the mice suffered by the fire, how the sugar plums plunged into their dark, heavy mass, covering them with white powder, and throwing them more than once into shameful disorder. But the greatest damage was done them by a heavy battery that was mounted upon Mama's footstool, which, pam, pam, kept up a steady fire of caraway seats against the enemy by which a great many of them fell. The mice, notwithstanding, came nearer and nearer, and at last mastered some of the cannon, but then it went, pa, pa, and Maria could scarcely see what now happened for the smoke and dust. This, however, was certain that each curl fought with the greatest animosity, and the victory was for a long time doubtful. The mice kept deploying more and more forces, and the little silver shot, which they fired very skillfully, struck now even into the glass case. Clara and Truchen ran around in despair. Must I die in the blossom of youth? said Clara. Have I so well preserved myself for this, to perish here in these walls? cried Truchen. Then they fell about each other's necks and screamed so terribly that they could be heard above the mad tumult of the battle. Of the scene that now presented itself, you can have no idea, good reader. It went, bah, bah, puff, piff, clitter, clatter, bum, borum, bum, borum, bum, in the wildest confusion, while the mosking and mice squeaked and screamed. And now and then, the mighty voice of Nutcracker was heard as he gave the necessary orders, and he was seen striding along through the battalions in the hottest of the fire. Harlequin had made some splendid charges with his cavalry and covered himself with honor, but Fred's hussars were battered by the enemy's artillery, 
with odious offensive balls which made dreadful spots in their red jackets for which reason they would not move forward harlequin ordered them to draw off to the left and in the enthusiasm of command headed the movement himself and the cuirassiers and dragons followed that is they all drove off to the left and galloped home by this step the battery upon the footstool was exposed to great danger and it was not long before a strong body of very ugly mice pushed on with such determined bravery that the footstool cannons canis and all were overthrown by their headlong charge nutcracker seemed a little disturbed at this and gave orders that the right wing should make a retreating movement you know very well o oh my military reader frederick that to make such a movement is almost the same thing as to run away and you are now grieving with me at the disaster which impendence over the army of maria's darling nutcracker but turn your eyes from this scene and view the left wing where all is still in good order and where there is yet great hope both for the general and the army during the hottest of the fight large masses of mice cavalry had debauched softly from under the city and amid loud and hideous squeaking had thrown themselves with fury upon the left wing but what an obstinate resistance did they meet with there slowly as the difficult nature of the ground required for the edge of the glass case had to be traversed the china figures had advanced headed by two chinese emperors and formed themselves into hollow square these brave motley but noble troops which were composed of gardeners tyrolese benzes frizzers merry angels cupids lions tigers peacocks and apes fought with coolness courage and determination by their spartan bravery this battalion of picked men would have worsted the victory from the foe had not a bold major rushed madly from the enemy's ranks and bitten off the head of one of the chinese emperors who in falling dashed to the ground to benzes and a cupid through this gap the enemy penetrated into the square and in a few moments the whole battalion was torn to pieces their brave resistance therefore was of no avail to nutcracker's army which once having begun to retreat retired farther and farther and at every step with diminished numbers until the unfortunate nutcracker halted with a little band close before the glass case let the reserve advance harlequin scaramouche drummer where are you thus cried nutcracker in hopes of new troops which should deploy out of the glass case and there actually came forth a few brown men and women made of sweet thorn with golden faces and caps and helmets but they fought around so awkwardly that they did not hit one of the enemy and at last knocked the cap of their own general's head the enemy's chasseurs two bit of their legs before long so that they tumbled over and carried with them to the ground some of nutcracker's best officers nutcracker now completely surrounded by the foe was in the greatest peril he tried to leap over the edge into the glass case but found his legs too short clara and Trichin lay each in a deep swoon they could not help him hussars dragons sprang merely by him into safe quarters and in wild despair he cried a horse a horse a kingdom for a horse at this moment two of the enemy's terrarius seized him by his wooden mantle and the mouse king squeaking from his seven throats leaped in triumph towards him maria could not longer control herself 
Oh, my poor nutcracker, she cried sobbing, and without being exactly conscious of what she did, grasped her left shoe and drew it with all her strength into the thickest of the mice, straight at their king. In an instant, all seemed scattered and dispersed, but Maria felt in her left arm a still sharper pain than before, and sank in a swoon to the floor. End of chapter 5